hello. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Conversations with Friends. We're in a very giggly mood. I can't, my God. <laughs> Double A mode. <laughs> well, yep. the sun's out. Sun's out, bums out. Bums out. Did we have that discussion on the podcast once? Bums out, bums out. out or bums out. I think it's bums out, but I think bums out makes more sense. Yeah, it does, but I think it's bums out too. Anyways. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful spring day. Teresa and I are just drinking some tea. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> we thought today we might do an episode on drumroll. FOMO. <laughs> don't we love it all? It's like, <laughs> don't we have it all as well? Yeah. We thought it might be such a common thing that we all feel. And so we thought we might talk a little bit about it. So <clears throat> we actually also got a request from from a girl on Instagram oh, yeah, like, yeah. asking if we can speak about like how to handle FOMO. Like, and we thought it might it, it, oh my god it might be a good idea to sit down and talk about it and what you can do to have less FOMO, I guess, or what exactly is FOMO? How do we develop it? Like, how did it came about? Because it just is like this term that all of a sudden just like was everywhere. I swear, like all of a sudden everyone was talking about FOMO. Yeah, and like exactly. But before we do that, I think we should start with our gems of the week. So I might, I'm going to start today because you always start. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. My gems of the week. It's So I got these earrings. Yeah, they're so cute. And they are like, you can't really see it right now, except if you look at the video. Um, but they're, like I'm obsessed with spirals mm. at the moment. I'm just so obsessed. I got a ring as well. I got the earrings. I want a necklace. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, she got this ring the other week. And I was like, oh, that's such a cute ring. And then I came in today. I was like, oh, my God, that's such cute earrings. I was like, did you get them at the same market? Like, No, I got them at the flea market. And they're really cute. I'm just obsessed with that, like, symbol. Mm. I want to get it tattooed. <gasps> Yeah, yeah, you cause should. Because it's so nice. Because like I read a, <clears throat> I read up the um, translation or like the meaning. Oh my god, spilled my tea. <laughs> and it's like a symbol of transformation and growth and like mm-hmm. evolving. And I really like that. So. Yeah, I was just about to ask. Like, does it have a meaning? Because I feel like you see it everywhere sometimes. But like, I didn't really know what it means. But yeah, you I should really use like that it. emoji as well. Like the, the I love <laughs> it. The blue one. Yeah. yeah. You should have it as like your, you know, you can like put like an emoji behind your name on WhatsApp. Like when people see your name, there's like an oh. emoji. I have a strawberry, for example. Really? Yeah. No. But it's just like if you like if you put my name differently. But if you, for example, don't have my name put in like just the, the just number, number, they will see like next to it, like Teresa Strawberry. You know what I mean? Teresa Strawberry. Yeah. I mean, I don't actually know how it works, but I, that's what I always imagine it to look like. If people see my name. I was hoping for it. They haven't been seeing it all along, Teresa. <laughs> Strawberry. Who even are you? <laughs> I, I was just checking it yesterday and I was like, why do I have the strawberry? But then I was like, oh, I guess it's kind of cute. That's cute. Yeah. Anyways, what's your gem? Um, yeah, I was thinking about it before because... I wasn't really using any new products lately or and stuff. Like I use like I found like a better skincare routine, but I I think I still have to like use it more to be one hundred percent sure if that's like the products I want to recommend because I just started using them and I like them. But I think you should see like the long term. What products is it from uh, the ordinary? Uh, like I always use the ordinary, but I got like a new set of routine of like what to use where because you know I have like they have like so many products and and things. But I'll let you know once it's set because I'm still trying out different things as well Mm -hmm. but uh actually one thing that I was just thinking about that I was like on quite a lot lately is um Vinted Mm -hmm. I mean we all know it I mean if you're in Germany I think you know it I don't know if they have it everywhere in the world like definitely in Europe but I don't know if you have it in Australia and stuff but it's like kind of like Depop 
it's like just people selling their clothes. It's like mm-hmm. eBay, but just for clothes. Mm-hmm. And I just really like it because it you can find such cheap pieces on there. And for a long time, I really... I, I was just like, oh, it's so messy. Like there's so many things on there. I don't even know where to look. But I think I kind of really found my groove. Like you can also, I didn't know before, but you can like follow brands. You can follow people. You can follow like different keywords. So then it kind of like, it's like Instagram, like an algorithm. And then the app recommends you things as well. And I just, there's like this thing on TikTok where you can like type in vintage brands or vintage keywords. And then they will show you like cool, like vintage brands that people used to wear a lot. And mm-hmm. that like, people are selling on vintage now that you probably don't know about like not like designer brands but like just random brands and I looked like heaps of them up and then I put them on like I just looked at them up in vintage and there's so many like those like vintage moms that just sell their stuff for so cheap because they have no idea like what it's worth they're just like oh, I just want to sell the stuff that I was wearing when I was a teenager mm-hmm. and they just want to get rid of it so like sometimes you get stuff there for like two euros so I got this like really cute flowy like black skirt the other day that I love and it's two it was two euros oh I got this like um sweatshirt jacket and I'm currently on the hunt for some summer shoes <laughs> but like I just like just love going on there and saving things and then just going through my favorites because you can literally get such good pieces for so cheap and then like I don't know you just spend 10 euros on three different things and it's still good quality like depends like sometimes there's also shit stuff you just have to search through it and I think yeah it takes some time to build up like a good knowledge of like what you like what brands to look for but I think if you're looking for cheap clothes vintage is the go-to and now I actually was like in a vintage shop the other day like a curated one and it made me realize how expensive Expensive. some of those yeah because it's literally what they do is the same thing they just go to like wholesalers or they go to like vintage and then they just get a really cheap clothes Mm-hmm. and just sell it for like so just much more they're vintage vintage yeah because they do vintage like the curation store. for you basically yeah. so you don't have to look through it but yeah. if you have like an eye and like you kind of been buying vintage for a long time and you kind of know what you like then it's you could do the same thing mm-hmm. i was actually thinking like maybe i should just do that and sell it for like way more as well but yeah i just don't have i just hate like selling stuff on vintage same. so Aww. annoying like the sending things like i always try i'm always like i'm gonna sell stuff on vintage and i never really make a lot of money anyways because people are just like actually can i have that for five euros and i'm also the one that just wants to get rid of it so i'm like okay yeah sure, you can have it <laughs> and then you have to pay for like the sending fees as well so you get like two euros out i know of it, and you're like i could have just kept it but anyways that's my gem of the week nice yes. vintage yeah sponsor us <laughs> oh my god yes but i don't know if they would sponsor do they have like influencer marketing i don't know i'm not sure they're just like already kind of known I, they used to have a different name though clara kaiser yeah but i guess it's more international now yeah it is that's why maybe they changed the name yeah because you can't say clara kaiser when you're like from the uk clara kaiser <laughs> <laughs> everyone at home try to say it if you're not german but <laughs> anyway. um but yes so that's the gems of the week <clears throat> that tea is really good i know it's swedish blueberry it's so good i know i recommend my that's my gem of the week <laughs> my sister recommended it to me i was like i had a once at her house and i was like this is so good and she was like it's swedish blueberry <laughs> and like they have it at every supermarket so really yeah tea kind of 10 out of 10 recommend it's delicious delish okay. anyways let's talk about <clears throat> our favorite is it an emotion like what actually is well, if some if you don't know, for anyone who doesn't know what yeah. FOMO means, it's fear of missing out, <clears throat> shortened. Mm. And um, it's basically kind of 
I guess that's a feeling, a feeling, an emotion, or just a general state, I would say. Yeah. It's like, like an anxiety you have, I think, Yeah, in a sort way. of a form of anxiety. And it's basically, it, like, refers to the fact that you're, like, feeling that everyone else around you is doing something better. Or, like, let's take an example. So, <clears throat> when I had my tonsil surgery and... <laughs> Mm. I was just at home and um, couldn't do anything. And then every, like all of my friends were like, I don't know, going out. Mm. And I was like at home and I was like, oh shit, they're having so much fun and I'm just here. And that's like the perfect example, like one of the perfect examples of FOMO. Cause I was like being at home, I was at home not doing anything. And I felt like everyone around me except myself was having fun. Mm. So that's sort of, yeah, it's like a fear of missing out. It's like a yeah. fear of missing out on events at, can like make your life better i mean i also have a definition from oxford languages there's different definitions online but i just wanted to have like a clear definition and it says that fear of missing out is an anxiety that an exciting and interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere often aroused by posts seen on social media so like yeah it's like something else is happening somewhere but it can also be caused by like for example interactions or conversa conversations that you haven't been part can't speak. <laughs> conversations that you haven't been part of or like Oh yeah. You're not in the loop with people, like mm -hmm. conversations that other people are having and you don't like, for example, inside jokes, you could also have a feeling of FOMO when other people are having a conversation that you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's like a different set of FOMO, but there's like different, different types or like different yeah. kind of forms of it. So yeah. like, it's not only like when like someone's out there doing something, it's also just in general, if you feel like people are living better lives at this moment mm. than you or like doing cooler things in general in yeah. their lives and stuff, that's just... A form of FOMO as I well. feel like it really came about like the whole maybe that's just me but like the whole Alexis Ren J Alvarez time where oh people were just like, yeah you're just at home in winter and watching yeah. those videos and you're like I, I think I had to write a thesis when I was like in 10th grade or something about like social media and how it can affect your mental health and that's the first time I heard of FOMO because I think I, I researched and there was like a, a like a scientist that researched it in 1996, but it really became popular in 2004. And then like with social media and stuff, mm -hmm. because this guy wrote an, like this Harvard student wrote an article about FOMO, but he called it FOMO, a uh, FOBO. Wait, I wrote it down. FOBO because it's like fear of, oh yeah, fear of a better option. Oh yeah, I've heard of it of that before as well. I feel like I have fear of better options sometimes more, like sometimes, not more, but like, you know, when you're like, you when are you like, going yeah. out, but then you're like, what is the best option? Like which party to go to? Or you're yeah. at a party and you're like having FOBO because you may be talking to a person that you don't want to talk to and you want to be there. You want to be on the dance floor. Like, but you know in general, I mean? also like when you're like, I don't know, stupid example, but when you're like um, figuring out what to wear and then you're like, <laughs> I don't know, when you're outside and you're like, shit, I should have worn this. It, yeah. it would have looked so much better. Or like, what was that? Did you hear that? No, I think that was my oh. watch. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I have that a lot. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, just in general. No one's talking about FOBO. Make FOBO a thing again. <laughs> like, I actually have FOBO all the time. Like, making the right decision as well. Oh like, which my to, God. Like, what you is can, the better option? My sister can write a book about this. <laughs> like, legit, I'm like so indecisive. Yeah, and, like, it's a Libra in you. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, I just don't know. And then I get really like anxious and I spiral and I'm like shit mm. I don't know and then I get this in like and and when someone says oh yeah just decide I'm like fuck off I don't I don't know yeah and you um, like it's also like you then just sit there and do nothing because you're just like yeah don't want to do yeah. the wrong thing yeah. yeah and then you just you just end up doing nothing or just like end up wasting time it's so like annoying. it's like that um clip from the movie 
the notebook. What do you want? It's not that <laughs> simple. It's not. It's not that simple. Or ordering sometimes. food. Oh. <laughs> Every time we have like a girl's night, it's always like, oh, I don't care, but yeah. actually like you do. <laughs> it's always like this, like, yeah, I don't care, but not this and not that. Anyways, getting off topic. I think there's bigger forms of FOMO as well than just ordering food, but just wanted to yeah. put that out there. That's how like it kind of came about this mm-hmm. term of FOMO, FOBO. And it just, I guess, kind of became bigger over the years of social media and people are experiencing it more. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, Wait, sorry, I just <laughs> sorry, I just lost lost my notes. But yeah, I guess it kind of is just like I don't know. Like, do you think you still experience a lot of FOMO, like yeah. compared to back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Like, lit- like when I was younger, I literally didn't care. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting for me. It's like the other <clears throat> way around. Like, really? Yeah. I don't know. Like now, I'm just I I don't know if I put so much pressure on myself or like because I feel like. I have, I think we've talked about this once. I don't know if on the podcast, but I have really bad summer FOMO. Mm. Like in general, when you're like in summer, FOMO, yeah. a season of FOMO, you like you're inside doing uni or doing work and you're like, I need to go outside. Yeah. I need to be doing shit, you know? And I, I have that a lot <clears throat> in summer. Now that the weather's getting better, I'm mm. like, oh. You feel like you need to enjoy every second of the sun yeah. because in Germany you don't yeah. get it a lot. So it's like, it's good in the sense that like people are growing up more, but if you look phys- physically can't, like mm-hmm. you just like have to do work, then it like, and then you just get really anxious and yeah. it's just really annoying. But I'd say that I still experience quite a like now that like in the past few weeks, I was experiencing it quite a lot, obviously, because I physically couldn't go out mm. and like couldn't do anything. And it was like, that was a problem because I knew that I couldn't mm. and that was just making it worse because I was like I can't do anything about it and now I'm here and everyone's out there living their lives um but yeah I'd say I still have it every now and then it's not really bad but sometimes worse than other times I guess Mm. if I spend a lot of time on Instagram or in like just in general on social media I don't always want to blame everything on social media but a lot of it well, you just do. see more of people's lives. Yeah. Before you didn't really know what other people were doing. You probably still experienced FOMO, but you could just couldn't put a term to it. Like, I, I think, like, my mom was probably still experiencing FOMO when she, like, didn't go out that one night because she had to study and everyone else was going yeah. out. But you didn't see it on people's stories, so you didn't really actually see what the party was like. So you And then you just, sort of forget about it. You're like, oh, yeah. it's fine. Like, you know, when I was a kid, like, literally – you didn't have any idea. You just called them at home, like your friend, yeah. like, hey, do you want to go out oh and play? God, yes. And they're like, sure. I just have to finish my homework. <laughs> it's also just not like partying. I think it's also just people's lives in general, like when they go on vacations and with, with influences, oh, but like yeah. showing their like best lives. Yeah. I think. That's, what I, that's why I had it when I was younger more because I lived in this small town. I couldn't really do much. And I was always seeing like people like Jay Alvarez and Alexis Renner. I always felt like what am I doing wrong? Like why I'm not, I'm not laying on this beach. Like thinking this would be like the real reality of other people's lives. Like everyone else around me is having this like perfect life at the beach. And I'm just mm-hmm. in this small town and like didn't really realize what I have in front of me. And I always wanted other things, which stemmed from like a low self-esteem as a teenager, I think. Mm-hmm. But then also because I think I didn't really at that point know what was real and what was not right now I can really I see influences and I know that like this is not all like they're they're only like I try to like remind myself 
yes, they have a good life, but they probably have their own issues. Or yes, this is yeah. just like Instagram. Like I can yeah. like, I have a better knowledge of like social media and myself. So I think I can reflect it more, but I still have FOMO. Like I wouldn't say I don't have it. I just had it extremely when I was a teenager. I'm at the stupidest party. I think as well, and as a teenager, at least for me, I felt like everything was so important. Like every fucking party in the weekend was like yeah. the like I literally like was upset if I couldn't go to this one party. And looking back now, I was like that wasn't even so like stupid. <laughs> it was like a farm. Like I grew up like on a farm where there's like a lot of parties, uh, parties and like farmhouses. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't go to this one farmer's party. And I was like, oh my God. Like I My life's over. And now it is like, those are good parties, like good times as well. But like, I would have not missed out if I didn't go. But on the other hand, I guess this is also just like this pressure on not just teenagers, but on our, us right now as well to like, in your teenage years and in your twenties, everyone's like, get it out of your system. Like your younger yeah. years, like the pressure of living you out your life. You won't be able to go out when you're older yeah. and like all that shit. That you have to like live your life now because once you're 30, like it's over, which is such a bullshit like yeah, response. Like obviously, yes, you're young now. You should go out and live your life, but it doesn't mean that you can't go out later in life as your well. Your life doesn't end at 30. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I want to be like hot and young and just going out still when yeah. I'm 30. Like, you I know. saw like a couple the other day at the club. They were like 50 mm. and then... <laughs> my friend asked them like hey like what's your secret and they were like having no kids <laughs> <laughs> or getting kids young if you talk about like buddy buddy wise i guess but oh, what did funny. she literally ask like what's your secret yeah like what's your secret like what's the secret of being here uh, at 50 mm. like just dancing and having fun they're like having no kids <laughs> i guess i'll just don't overthink it like just go you know you, you just you shouldn't put that many rules to limiting yourself like when you're older you know I know it was also I was at work the other day I work at this <clears throat> lingerie shop mm. and there was this girl with her friend and I literally like I was about to fucking say something to her friend because her friend was so mean like she was trying on this like neon pink bra it was so beautiful like this like lace mm-hmm. bra and she was not old she was like maybe end of 20s beginning of 30s and then she was trying it on and like I was hearing her friend like talk to her in front of the dress uh, of the um dressing room and she was like oh yeah like what do you think and then the the girl the friend was like oh yeah aren't you a little bit too old for this and she wasn't old and I was like are you fucking kidding me and then the girl came out of the dressing room and she was like oh yeah I was like hey what, what did you think and she was like yeah like I don't know maybe I'm a bit too old and I'm like bro like if you it, literally, if you want to wear this, like you're the only person who has to feel comfortable in it and like has to feel it, mm. buy it if you want it. And she was like, yeah, maybe I will. And then she ended up buying it. And I was like, yes. Oh, a little pep talk. Yeah. And I was like, fuck off. Her friend yeah. was negative vibes. Yeah. Like, she probably was like too insecure to wear it herself. So she didn't want anyone else to wear it because then she was like, you know, like projecting onto other people what she's feeling. Yeah. That's so sad. I want to be like able to wear fucking red lace bras when I'm 60. Yeah. Like, who cares? I know. What? That's and like- since when does like color have age, uh, yeah. have an age limit? Oh, that's so sad to think like, oh, you can only wear nude underwear when you're like older. Like Ew, who makes no. these Her rules? friend was trying on nude underwear. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I'm already over this. <laughs> I mean, I understand like maybe when you get older, you want to wear comfortable things. Like I also already want to wear comfortable things, but you know, like add a little spice here and there and like color. I love color. I think that's like such bullshit that like people put on you anyways this is not about colorful underwear but (laughs) (laughs) anyways what we're trying to say is that like no matter who it is like FOMO can affect anyone Mm. but obviously some people in general are more prone to having FOMO like obviously depends on your like mental health and like 
how you're feeling in general about yourself, your self, like self-esteem and like just your confidence level, I guess. Cause yeah. that's all the factors that can really play into FOMO, how much you feel of it. Cause some people just like, they don't care. Mm. They're just like, at home. <laughs> like my dad, I don't know. Like he just doesn't care. Mm. You know, like he's like, Oh, people are going out. I'm staying at home. I don't care. You yeah. know, it just really depends on the person. Yeah. I guess it also like, yeah, it depends on, not necessarily on the age, because I feel like I was saying that to my boyfriend this morning. I was like, oh yeah, because I thought, yeah, the older you get, the less you care because you experienced more and blah, blah, blah. And then, but I realized with you that now what you said, you didn't have it as a teenager and now you have it more. But then I was also thinking of my dad who had like a midlife crisis a little bit. And I think other older people have midlife crises as well. And midlife crises are also kind of a form of FOMO because you feel like you missed out on your life. Like yeah. you feel like you're missing out like that's on a horrible feeling. Yeah. Experiences. And that's also kind of a form of like mental anxiety. So like, I guess you can experience at any point in your life. Like Absolutely. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's like, but yeah, I guess we never had a term for it. And now it's just like everywhere because it is a it is a thing. And like, I don't know, we just kind of wanted to share what you can do about it. Because I think there's a few things that you can do to like make the anxiety less or like to remind yourself of when you're going through a state of FOMO. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have a little bit of a yeah. list. I don't know what you wrote down. Are you excited I wrote to? down some, um, like some obviously like we all already know, but sometimes we don't implement them enough in our lives. Um, Cause like obviously in general, when you feel FOMO, you feel like someone else has something better that you mm. don't have and that you're lacking. So I think just like the first step to kind of trying to minimize it <clears throat> obviously it won't disappear like from mm. one moment to the other just because you're doing those things it will take time and it will take like some effort but mm. in general if you want to work on it and you will work on it I'm sure we'll get a lot better and I'm trying to um mm. do that as well obviously um but yeah so first one that I wrote down is like sort of um like changing your focus just like in general so rather focusing on what you don't have and like what you're lacking like oh I don't have this I don't go on vacations too much I don't have those clothes blah 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 like try noticing what you actually have like in that mm. moment and like really kind of list down like all the abundance of things that you have because in the end like you will get like you will collect more than you actually think you have yeah. you know and it can be anything it doesn't have to be materialistic things you know it can be friends family or just in general things that make you feel good about yourself and make you happy focus on like yeah focus on what you have instead of what you don't have and like practice that gratitude as well I think yeah no definitely and I think it's obviously easier said than done mm. when you like when you are a user of social media because mm. you still get bombarded with like thousands of photos every day but in general, like what I really noticed, like what helped me is like changing my feed or like just because yeah. I used to like follow like heaps of like, like don't want to hate on her, but like Alexis Ren kind of girls and stuff. Yeah. And like, like they're all, models yeah, stuff. they're all gorgeous. I'm not saying that, but they just don't make me feel good in that mm -hmm. moment. And that's why like I had to change my focus and like feel, not feel, but follow people that make me feel good and just kind of make me feel positive things mm. when I look at their feed or their content and stuff. And I think that's just something that everyone should do. Just being aware as well of like your social media usage, like it can be like, there can be a lot of triggers in social media and just realizing what those triggers are for you, for you as the models, but for other people it might be food, vacations, like whatever it is that like 
triggers you analyze that and realize that it is a trigger and then take the step to like unfollow them which is yeah. a big step for some people yeah. i think some people don't even realize that it's bad for them or they know it's bad but they're so addicted to it that they like don't even yeah. know but just be strict to yourself and like unfollow these people and yeah start following more positive people because i think you can also learn a lot from social media and you can you can have a positive feed if you want to mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of people that say like reduce your social media which i agree with as well but if you for example don't want to that's like an easier step i think to take mm-hmm. is to unfollow these people and then when they're gone you don't even think about them anymore it's actually like like easy as that because i never had a thing where i unfollowed someone was like oh my god i need to follow them back like i'm thinking about them constantly but when they're in your feet you're thinking about them like mm-hmm. unconsciously as well so i think that's definitely a big a big step to just in general implement. you can just maybe try and like i don't know mute people or like unfollow people to actually identify what's making you feel FOMO yeah. or what's sort of like the, the trigger yeah and then like and then if it works and then if you feel like less bad obviously that it's gonna be like that's good but like just keep trying and yeah. see what works best for you and um if if it's that person or if it's that page or yeah. and if you can do like detoxes and stuff that's great but yeah like, that's my takes baby steps as well i think yeah that's my second one it's tried digital detox um i just don't know like some ugh, it's just so bad that nowadays like this is a thing like digital detox like I just like it just actually shows me how bad human beings have gotten with like phones and digital usage Mm. it's like the that there's already a word for it it's like kind of fucked up yeah no definitely is I, I was actually listening to something the other day um, that made me feel really good because I think we tend to like put everything on our generation and how bad our life and our generation is and like with digital stuff and I totally agree how bad this is but I heard someone say that like it was like an older guy who like started a business or something and he was talking about like how he was like oh I wish I was a teenager in this time because this generation has so much freedom of choice when it comes to jobs and careers and like mm-hmm. like money aspects like you have so much more freedom and it made me feel positive to hear someone say something positive about, the, about our generation because I was like we're always downing ourselves so much on how bad we are with the usage but I totally agree with like trying to focus on what you're what's good for your mental health because there is good things out there there's positive sides of social media but like yeah if it's not good for you if it doesn't serve you if you don't want to work in this industry if you don't want to start a business then and if you don't really need social media then just get rid of it but some people just can't fully get rid of it maybe because they also have jobs on there but then it's like yeah just detox for one week even like mm-hmm. you would think oh my god like one week like what am I going to do but one week's going to go over so quickly and you realize that you maybe don't even need it as much as you think so yeah I think definitely that's yeah also that's like like Teresa said if that's not possible of you doing that just like guess um I guess you can consider like limiting your usage like mm. your usage or like the use of certain social media apps Mm. or apps in general that make you feel like you're missing out so just you can either temporarily like remove those apps or you can just put those like time limits that I've seen like people do that and it doesn't work Mm. like I I never tried it to be honest but like just like the the time limit on Instagram and they're always like yeah (laughs) seriously that's why I never get it because I'm like I don't know this is actually work like But yeah, what I actually, I actually heard and I want to implement it more is like removing it from your home screen and like putting it like on the, on the back where you're like more, you're more aware of like being very intentional with your usage, like thinking about before you go on this app, like, why do I want to go on here? Is there a purpose? Like, for example, if you're creating videos, like I want to look for video uh, for music now, or I want to mm-hmm. look at this certain creator because I want to get this information mm-hmm, out there, like mm-hmm. actually being intentional, not just like, cause I tend to just sometimes 
go on, on apps and scroll and don't yeah. even realize that I'm like wasting my time right now. And this Absolutely. is not really. And then you like have one like 20 minutes like yeah. wasted and you're like, what did I just do? I just yeah. looked at other people doing their shit. Like, but that's I... not just for FOMO. I think that's just in general for your, yeah. like, your time and productivity. But I also think with what you said with changing your focus is like, yeah, obviously changing your focus to what you have and your gratitude, but also like changing your focus on why you're feeling this FOMO, like changing your focus of why you want to go to events or why you want to have a life like do you have a life (laughs) have like a vacation or something like do you want to go for like showing it on your story or to brag about it or do you really want to go to have this experience of fun I think you should really focus on going because you really want to and you really want to have an experience and you want to like nourish your relationships or you want to go because you need this time out for you like Mm -hmm. think about why you want to have these things and if you really want something, then you can have it. But like, don't feel this FOMO because you feel like, oh, this is like such a great, because sometimes you see things on social media and it looks like such a great party and it actually isn't. And then you're mm. just having this like anxiety for no reason. Yeah. And sometimes there's good reasons as to why you're staying home. Like maybe you have a test tomorrow and you shouldn't, and that's really, really important for you in your life. And you think in this moment, this is your priority. Then that's okay. Like just being like telling yourself, okay, I have to set priorities in my life. I can't do it all. And maybe your priority tonight is to have fun and go out and make experiences. But maybe tomorrow the priority is to really get a good grade at this test because you feel like that will make you happier. Then I think that that's a good reason to stay home. And then you shouldn't like get so angry about and hard on yourself about it because Mm -hmm. there is reasons as to why you may be staying home and then just be like no it's good that I'm staying home I made this decision for myself but I think decision making is really hard so I think that's like the thing as well for me with FOMO is like what do I do yeah what do I want because especially in your 20s it's like the mix of like oh I should go out to live my life and like create like these experiences but it's also like you still need to like make money or you still need to like educate yourself to like find this focus in your life so it's like balancing these two sometimes can be really really hard and knowing mm-hmm. what you want as well I think it's like a kind of like a muscle you have to train over the years which yeah. I keep telling myself I don't think everyone like anyone has has it figured like oh my god anyone has figured it out mm. no one. yeah I think there's just like people that like your dad or people who just like are more secure with like the decision making. That's just people who are more decisive and people who are not. But yeah. I definitely think it comes more with age that you maybe the more you learn. Like I, for example, when I was like a teenager, I was like a yes person and a people pleaser, mm-hmm. but like everything, like, yes, it's good to say yes, but I was like an extreme, like I never listened to what I wanted. I always did everything for everyone else. And like, it kind of run me to the ground in some things. I did a lot of things I didn't want to do in so many, so many ways, whether it was boys, parties, like everything. I would just keep saying yes to yeah. like not hurt the other person's feeling. And I can still do that, but I think I'm more aware of it now. Or like I think about it more. When I was younger, I just didn't even think about it. I didn't even know that I was, I didn't even know the term people pleaser, you know? I like, didn't, you didn't even know what you were doing yeah. basically. Yeah. Which is okay. Like that's a yeah. learning curve, but I think. You're it, like learning and now yeah. you know, it's really good that you had the realization yeah. and that you're like so like so like confident in yourself now that you know and that you yeah well I'm not 100% confident I wouldn't say that but I'm getting more confident yeah, yeah. um anyways so like uh, my next point that I wrote down is kind of like okay no it doesn't go hand in hand with what you just said mm. but it's like sort of mm, keeping a journal or just yeah I feel like nowadays people they tend to like post everything of their experiences and of their lives to actually get validation yeah. from other people online. And it's getting so bad that like, you don't even feel that fulfillment anymore mm. when you, when you, when you have that experience. Mm, yeah. So basically what I think is a really cute idea is instead of like posting it on social media or like, if you want to kind of document your day or document your 
whatever you did there, mm-hmm. just like writing it down. Like, yeah. you know, like you're just writing your best memories down or like just in general, you can obviously take photos and stuff, but you don't have to post them online just to get the validation of other people. Cause like the, your, like your own validation of that experience is the most important mm. thing and it's the most important one. So just writing it down is so cute or like just, I don't know. Maybe also be present in that moment of how lucky you are. Like this gratitude practice that we always talk about. It's like feeling that in the moment. Cause like, I actually agree with what you say that sometimes we have these amazing experiences that we don't even think about it in the moment or like how lucky we are. Like, like sometimes I stand in the sun and I'm like, Oh, this today is a beautiful day. But sometimes I have like the greatest experience that I've always wanted. And I'm like, so onto the next step or like thinking about something else that I'm not even really realizing how good my present moment is. And I think that's a really hard thing to maintain, but I think, yeah, trying to like catch how you feel in the moment. And if you can't do that, like a journal would be good to just reflect on, okay, how did I feel in that moment? Like, and getting back to that state of like happiness to like kind of channel this energy and just be like, yeah, I'm so grateful. Yeah. That was a fucking great party. Yeah. That was a great event that I want to, because sometimes in the moment it's like, so it goes by so quickly that you don't even realize. And that's so sad because I think you should really hold on to this feelings because the more you can channel those positive emotions, you can like put them out in the world and like, you know, it sounds so like witchy, witchy, but you know what I mean? Like it's, I really agree with the fact that sometimes we don't even realize how lucky we are in the moment. It's just basically like shifting your focus from like public approval to sort of private appreciation. That's Mm -hmm. like, that should be the mantra, you know, like just because why do we care so much about what other people think of our own experiences? You know, it just, we should shift that focus and be shift that focus and be like, okay, just say to yourself, I had a cool experience and that is enough. I don't need anyone's approval or any validation that this was actually a cool party, you know? Like I was there, I had that moment, I was present and that's enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyways, what do you have next on your list? I also kind of what you, what you said kind of goes like with keeping a journal, I wrote down, like, for example, when you're feeling a lot of FOMO and you trying to like practice this gratitude, you could also as like an actual practice, like make like a photo book or like a scrapbook or like, yeah, like a journal mm-hmm. to write down what experiences you had so far mm-hmm. that were fun. Like maybe you have photos that you can print out, like mm-hmm. just really thinking about all the positive things that you have in your life. Maybe you make like one page just about your family or your friends or whatever you have that makes you happy, like your, like your pet or whatever it is and just really look at look at, physically look at things that make you happy and also i think if you're like for example going back to this alexis ren example you're looking at them and you're like oh i wish i had this life i wish i had this and this instead of just wasting your time watching these videos and consuming other people's lives think about how you can make your life your dream life like what actually is something you want to achieve in your life and then maybe print out like photo books, collages, make like mood boards of something you want to achieve and like focus mm-hmm. on your own life more than other people's lives. Because we tend to just like, I used to do that as a teenager a lot. I looked at all these people and I was like, oh, I wish I will have this life. But it's like actually possible to have that life. It's actually possible to work and go on vacation. It's actually possible to do the things other people do. Mm-hmm. If you just don't waste the time, just always thinking about other people's lives, but your own. Yeah. So yeah, just be a bit more proactive about your own dreams. I know we always like tend to like the grass is always green on the other side. I always yeah. remember this, like we always tend to see other people's lives in a better light than our mm. own. And I think that's really important to also shift that focus there yeah. and be like, okay, I'm going to focus on myself, on myself, on myself. Not Cause we on tend people. to put ourselves in like a victim position. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm so broke. Oh, I'm this, I will never have this. Where it's like, no, you actually can have these things. Like, and it's easier said than done if you just actually put your mind to it or you work on it so you can have it one day. But I, 
it's always just like, uh, maybe I'll do this when I finish school. Uh, maybe I'll do this when I have my money. Uh, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. And in some cases, yes, you have to like, it takes some time, but you can't always postpone it. Like some things you have to start in the moment to like have later on, but yeah. I don't know. It's just sometimes like these excuses of like why you can't have it or like why this is this. Like I'm the victim. Like obviously like when you want to go on vacation, you yeah. don't have the money. Like you can't be like, oh, I'm just going to go and just like yeah, spend no, all my yeah, money. No, no, no. But like in general, I think what you're saying is like you can work towards having that. If you, you really, know, really working. want something, you yeah. can have it. Like that's what my dad always said. When I was kid. If you really want something and you work your ass off, you can have it. Like you just really need to want it and like put the work and the energy into it. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, that was one point I wrote down. I also wrote um, down like that, like if you're feeling those sort of FOMO feelings, mm-hmm. um, that you should like try and seek out like real connections or just mm-hmm. in general, like, you know, try and meet a friend or like hang out with your friends. Because sometimes when like when you're feeling those, this feeling of FOMO, it often tends to be like a feeling like a a deeper feeling of like being lonely or like being a bit anxious or a bit down so obviously feelings of loneliness are really normal and they're human um, emotions but it's also a way of our brain telling us that we're that we want to seek out other connections Mm. and that we want to seek out to other like we want to seek out other people and we want to hang out with them so I think just in general like you know make plans with a friend um instead of just spiraling at home alone, mm. just being like putting yourself down while you're feeling this kind of, while you're feeling this way or just doing anything social that sort of gets you out of this, that space yeah. can be a really good way to sort of get out of that spiral as well. If you don't have time or if you don't have the chance to actually make yeah. plans or go out and meet people, obviously just you can just pop a message to someone, call someone and that will also get you sort of out of that rut and um will give you the chance of having a more intimate connection to someone else yeah that's actually one thing I also wrote down is like focus on yourself and really the relationships around you that you want to nourish Mm -hmm. because we sometimes forget how important those relationships are and sometimes you get FOMO from people that you don't even like necessarily care about it's like just random people that you see whereas you can just actually nourish those relationships with the people surrounding you that are important to you whether it's your friends or your family and also practicing to say no to things that don't necessarily serve you and focus on quantity not quality like saying like oh my god like you look at like instagram and you see that you missed these three parties on this weekend that you like wanted to go to but like you couldn't because you weren't invited or like just you don't even randomly know these people and then you're like oh i didn't go to these three parties but actually maybe just focus to say no because maybe next week there will be one great party with your actual Mm -hmm. friends that will be even more amazing and like it's sometimes like you can also experience it more because you're maybe in a better state of mind. Like one time, sometimes it's like better to have one great party than like three parties that you actually didn't really want to go to. You just went, like I said before, for the, for sharing it or talking about it or like just the reason of going to a party and um, yeah, just being more present and realizing, okay, do I really want to go to this party? Like, why do I want to go to this party? And also yeah, just focusing on on the people there because maybe there's a reason why you're not going. Like I said before, maybe there's a test tomorrow or maybe you sit at home and you're like, oh, all my friends are going to this one party. I didn't get invited. Well, maybe you didn't get invited because these people are not vibing with you and you're not vibing with them and you're not yeah. meant to be in that space because there will be better things coming for you and better parties that you actually want to be at. Not because you feel like you have to go there because mm-hmm. everyone is going there, you know? Like I think sometimes you just have to trust yourself and the process that there will be great things for you and 
you will be at great parties as well. Like, it's not like you're not going to this one party. So like your life will be shit. You know, sometimes you think that like, sometimes I have that with, that's actually a form of FOMO I have where I feel like, oh, maybe I don't go this, to this party and then maybe I won't meet this one person that will like maybe change my life, you know? Like, yeah. you know, you sometimes meet people at parties and you think back and you're like, oh, imagine I wouldn't have gone to this place or mm-hmm. imagine I wouldn't have mm-hmm. gone there and like da-da-da. Yeah. But just reminding yourself that no, even if you, that wouldn't have happened, that obviously would be sad, but maybe you would pe- meet that person in a different space or like what will be, will be mm-hmm. and just trusting that. But that's also a practice you kind of have to practice more and more, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I hope that makes sense, what I'm trying to convey here. <laughs> it does, it does. Okay. I'm, I'm understanding it, too, okay. so don't worry. Sometimes I feel like I have these words in my mouth, in my head, it, and I'm like... In my mouth. <laughs> as well. I just like... Anyways, but yeah, just thoughts I had when I wrote this down. No, absolutely. I agree. Okay. Um, my next one is um really... In- oh, I feel like we always hear this everywhere, like, oh, yeah, gratitude. Yeah. Uh, focus on gratitude. But, you know... You got to do what you got to do because I feel like it's always harder to um, feel that you lack stuff in your life when you focus on the things that you already have. So Mm. it's kind of more difficult for you to actually be like, oh, actually, when you think, oh, when you have it in front of you and you write it down and you see all those things that you already have, then it's harder for you to feel that um, sort of lack of Mm. things in your life. I think it's. I don't yeah. know how you feel it's about easier, this. Yeah, it's and it's easier when you when you when you go down that rabbit hole. Like, oh my god, I don't have anything. I'm not mm. grat- like grateful for anything. My life's shit. Then you will obviously be more prone to be like to be. Oh my god, my brain today is like my <laughs> mouth is like faster than my brain. <laughs> um, then you will be more prone to feel FOMO and be more prone to FOMO when you don't focus on the things you have and like all the good. And beautiful things. Mm. Um, so I think just in like engaging in sort of gratitude, sort of activity, like gratitude enhancing activities, like writing it down or just like talking to people, mm. telling them actually that you're grateful for them. I actually love that compliment when someone says that I'm they're grateful for me. Yeah, you know it makes me feel good first of all, and and on the other hand, it makes the other person also feel good because they realize that they yeah. have something good in their lives. So I think just gratitude in general it can be anything speaking writing it down or like I don't know I think just yeah I don't know what I wanted to say no there's this one practice that I try to practice as much as I can that I I don't know who told like I saw it somewhere I read it somewhere but it's like this practice where every morning you wake up the first thing you do like is to sit on this corner of your bed or wherever you want to sit and put your hand on your heart and close your eyes and think of all the things you're grateful for and like actually like visualize them mm-hmm. and you can do it for one minute you can do it for five minutes whatever you want and just like visualize like the sun on your skin or the ocean or like uh-huh. friends like whatever it is and that will automatically the more you do it set off your day with the right start mm-hmm. and like I try to do that at the moment instead of checking my phone straight away because I think the first few minutes of your day really determine your day. So definitely. But I think also like, I don't know, some, like I totally agree with this, but sometimes I, um, I don't think we should put too much pressure on this. Like, oh, the first minutes, like it will determine your day yeah. because sometimes you will go on your phone. Yeah. Sometimes you won't have a good start. And then like, That's I don't true. think we should immediately be like, oh, now that I haven't had good minutes of like the first good minutes of my morning, I won't have a good day. No, You know, I don't think, I think we should no, shift yeah, it. Yeah, I true. totally agree with this. Obviously, like when you have a really good morning, it will determine your day that it will obviously probably be a good day, 
but I don't think also we should be like, oh, just because I had bad two ten minutes yeah. or because I looked on my phone straight away, like <laughs> I won't have over. a good day. Yeah, my <laughs> day's ruined. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, find like try and find the good balance between mm. it. Just don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, obviously that's try true. and um make the best out of it. Try not to be on your phone as much. Like start slow and um it will be. It will be all good, but yeah. don't put too much pressure on yourself because I think that's when you put too much pressure on the first minutes of your day. Because I feel like we always hear that everywhere. Like mm. say everyone's saying like, oh, things that have changed my life forever, not going on my phone the first hour of the morning. Yeah. Like sometimes maybe it isn't possible because you have to call someone or yeah. you really have to check a message or an email or whatever. And then you're like, oh, fuck, I was on my phone. Like, mm. and then you feel guilty. I feel yeah. that myself sometimes, but it's okay. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I also do that. I also still check my phone. It's just more like a, a thing that I'm trying to do my more myself. Do, yeah, because I think for me, it is possible to do it the more I do it. And I actually do feel a shift in my in my day mm -hmm. when I do it. But I, obviously, like, you shouldn't be like, oh, I didn't do it the first minutes. I'm not going to do it at yeah. all. Like, you could still do it. You can still check your phone and then do it afterwards, which yeah. I do sometimes as well. I totally agree with you. You shouldn't put too much pressure on yourself. And like, if it didn't happen, you shouldn't just be like, oh okay well the morning already it's started a like, it's just, a shit day yeah yeah or like oh the morning already started like whatever mm. like you can still do it like you can still do it like even at 3 p.m in the afternoon you know like, but just give putting this out there for anyone who's like how do i actually practice gratitude like that's one thing you can do it with that i personally think is maybe easier because you can do it anywhere like i like doing it on my journal as well but sometimes you don't have your journal with you or like you could just literally do it anywhere you don't even have to close your eyes or put your hand on your heart like you just sit in the tram and look outside the window i do that sometimes too like just find small moments in your day where you can do it i actually just remembered it doesn't um, i don't know if it has to do like with the things that we're like with the thing that we're talking like with gratitude and stuff right now mm. but i like went to my therapist last week and mm. i was like talking to her and i was like oh yeah i feel like everyone around me is being much more like successful mm. and like having all those good things and she was like like and now she was like you're 23 like yeah. what do you expect like what do you expect from yourself like and i was like it just made me think so i think everyone who's listening to this like you don't have to feel FOMO. You are like literally exactly where you need to be. And I just, I just had to think of this because mm. I was like, I'm going to therapy again today. I'm really yes. excited. Um, but she was like, yeah, why are you feeling this pressure mm. of doing all those things? Like who's telling you to do all those things? It's yourself. It's like your inner critic who's constantly saying, oh, just because other people are doing this or going out or doing this in their profession yeah. like in their professional careers that you have to do it as well and I think we just in general in this whole thing and like this whole FOMO thing situation obviously social media can really put more pressure on it but in general where it's rooted it's ourselves yeah because yeah. we put so much pressure on it because like the inner critic is always so yeah so mean <laughs> no definitely I really agree with that because I think even if you have that success you still think that because I think you also compare yourself to other people's timeline yeah and like nowadays everyone is getting so successful way younger than like back in the day and I think it's just like finding your own timeline like maybe some people are successful now but then like not later in life or like what even is success for you and like D defining that just because other people like someone else is successful like does that doesn't mean that that is yeah. the same success for you as well yeah you I know? think especially your 20s is like such a weird time of like 
everyone is in different timelines. Everyone, like some people like like in my hometown, like getting pregnant now and getting married. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone has a different timeline, a different uh, way they want to live their life. And I think that's okay. And I think like realizing that, but yeah, it's definitely hard. Like I think everyone in their 20s has struggled with this feeling of, oh my God, they're most, more this, they're more that, they have more than other people. It's again, this feeling of like lack and mm-hmm. missing out on opportunities or, or chances. But I think it's really important that you you say that because I think everyone is struggling with this. Even the people that from other perspectives look like they have it all, you know, like maybe some other person sitting at home, like what you guys have it all. And then we're like, no, we don't like, you know, like yeah. people always see you differently than yourself. The grass is well. always green on the other side. Yeah. Like I say, like we always tend to see other people's lives in a better yeah. light. I've always, I've, I've already said this, but in general, try what I'm trying to say here <laughs> is like really try and um, work on kind of not silence, silencing that inner critic, but just sort of trying to work your way around it and mm. be like, okay, this is actually not what I want to do. Just because this inner voice is telling me that I need to mm. do this, it doesn't have to be this way. Um, so yeah, that's my, my goal. <laughs> I think it actually, yeah, I really agree because it's one thing I wrote down as my last point as well is to like focus on yourself, focus on like what's, yeah, your inner critic, like what's challenging you? What's, why you f- do you feel like you're lacking this party or this event? Or like, why do you have home? Or why do you think you're missing out on things? And just like, sometimes you have to prioritize your mental well-being and think about, okay, why am I staying home right now? Maybe it's better for my buddy. Maybe you're like so run down because you did all these other things for uni or whatever that you yeah. physically can't go somewhere. And then you shouldn't be so harsh on yourself because at the end of the day, you should work on your own self-esteem in your own life. Because if you truly don't like yourself then you will get FOMO really quick but if you truly try to like love your friends and love your life and work on yourself then I think FOMO will become less and less naturally Mm -hmm. like I think it will always be there in some way and that's okay but I think it's like yeah like you said it's really important to focus on what you can do about this and not just yeah social media is a factor but it shouldn't be like it's social media anyways we're fucked yeah, like yeah what can you do about it like you should focus on goal oriented thinking and I think what you said like going to therapy talking to someone about it and like sharing this with with people on the podcast that it's also just a process everyone mm-hmm. has these thoughts it's normal and you'll get there eventually like just focus on what makes you happy like your friends your relationships whatever it is your hobbies and you'll get there eventually and I think one day you'll probably still have that FOMO feeling, but it will become less and less the more you channel that positivity in your life. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we're obviously not perfect, but we share these things and it's like just a conversation we're having, obviously, because I'm not a therapist. I don't have it all figured out. Like, and even therapists, I think, don't, they have, don't it. have it all figured yeah, out. Yeah, but we're just all trying to, like, explain life and what's going on with our thoughts. And Exactly. Yeah, I hope everyone can like take something away from this. And if you're feeling FOMO right now, it's not worth it. You know, it's, not, it's fine. It's just, just light up a candle, take a bath, read your book and just be like, this is fucking good right now. Like I love I where I am or just whatever, wherever you are. Like just, yeah, you're exactly where you need to be. Yeah. And if you don't want to be where you are right now, just change that. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. <laughs> Teresa's already out of the room. I actually need to pee like really bad. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> Like my bladder is just like oh, fuck this FOMO. Like I <laughs> FOMO for the toilet. Like anyways, we hope you can take any anything away from this. Like we already said, like a thousand times today, mm. you're exactly where you need to be. Take a chill pill. It's fine, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.